Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. Bill Ackman, the man famous for wrongly shorting Herbalife and then getting into a fight with Carl Icahn, has been in a great year and the Pershing Square Capital Management yearly presentation has come out with two very interesting stocks that he regards as strong buys over the next year. And in this video, I will discuss Pershing Square, how he invests, his past very good returns. He's an active investor. So he buys something, tries to get to the port, tries to change what's going on. And if he does the work for you, you can buy the stock now and then see how that fits your portfolio. I did this research to learn always I like to follow great investments, investors and I'll try to do such a video every sat- Sunday when we discuss a stock, analyze and it will be a great learning opportunity and perhaps give you some great ideas on stocks to buy to improve your portfolio. So please subscribe and click that notification bell. Let's immediately dig into the content. I'll discuss Pershing Square, Agilent Technologies and Berkshire Hathaway, which are the two stocks and the third, always you can buy Pershing Square if you want Bill Ackman to do the work for you. I'll discuss that to give first perspective, Pershing Square, Agilent and in-depth analysis, and then a commentary on Berkshire and why Bill Ackman thinks it's a buy and Berkshire Buffett always a buy. Let's start with Pershing Square, a fund. So launched its private fund in 2012. He was prior, previously also a manager at Gotham Capital, etc. But then listed 2014 on Amsterdam Stock Exchange. They take some loans. Didn't do really well over the past year since the listing, but the situation has really improved in 2019, where they outperformed the market by delivering 58%. As I said, he's an activist investor, so he buys things that he thinks are undervalued, goes in, tries to improve the management, tries to improve things, and then reach long-term returns. For now, with ups and downs, with a big hit when he shorted Herbalife, and now he is gum- coming back to his fame and what he did in the past, he really did beat the S&P 500 since 2004. And you can buy Pershing if you want him to work for you. There are some fees related to that, but his return annual return is 14.3% since inception, more volatile than the S&P 500, but still better than this S&P 500 since 2004. This is the portfolio. Biggest contributors, so Chipotle, he has been really included there in the management, changing the management and did really well over last year. Hilton Worldwide and he's discussing them, but we're going to discuss Agilent Technologies and Berkshire Hathaways that were reported as buys from his recent presentation. This is all public stuff. If you go to Pershing Square, you can find these presentations that I'll use to make a better video. So let's start Berkshire and Agilent. They exited Starbucks 
ADP United Technologies because they think they are overvalued now. So also interesting to follow how they approach this investing strategy. Let's immediately dig into Agilent. So it's a leading analytical measurement company, healthcare, quality, food, molecular properties, chemicals. So it's a chemical company that makes those products that enable testing of things. It's very attractive because it has a razor slash razor blade business model, which is that they sell the instrument, but then again, they have recurring sales for servicing additional products related to the product. And therefore it's difficult to switch to something else. 5 billion of revenue across more than 60,000 customers. And there is an average organic growth of 6% over the last decade as the market for such instruments is growing. Let's go to the investment thesis. It has a moat because it's a market leader in an oligopolistic industry and it's actually difficult to make such products. And once you have it, you stick to it. So low switching because of high switching costs and it's difficult for low cost players to provide competitive offering. So it has a mode. Plus the world is growing. There is development more and more chemical things, more and more san sanitation checks, healthcare checks, more and more environment checks. Thus the market is growing, which means there is a tailwind. They have high degree of recurring revenue and resilient profit stream, which means high return on investment capital. So as they invest, they scale what they have across the globe, they get higher return on capital, which is very important when investing. And then future margin expansion alongside a tailwind that we already men mentioned, which means growth in earnings, especially now that Bill Ackman will probably be more involved. And what they estimate is an 800 basis point. So add eight percentage points of margin opportunity, margin increase. And we'll later see how that will probably double earnings and free cash flows. And when earnings and free cash flows double, we have dividends that double. And you know what happens then to the stock price. It at least doubles. And that's what Bill Ackman is uh, focusing here. However, he has 10, 15 companies, not all will succeed. So you have to see how this fits your investment portfolio. Then there is an, again, the balance sheet is not levered as others are with cheap money. It is smart perhaps to take more leverage, give more money to shareholders or make bold acquisitions that improve long-term earnings. So really net debt to long last 12 months EBITDA is just 0.8 compared to others that have it above 2.5. So there are a few billions and that's 10, let's say 10, 15% of the company that can be returned to investors and make it more a lean investing friendly machine. So when we look directly at what they are doing, they are globally diversified instruments and services services as they sell more instruments make more and more of their revenue stream analytical laboratory is their market and then there is growth they recently make an acquisitions so analyze various chemicals molecules chromatography and mass spectrometry tools so 
if you are in the market you know what they are and where they are which is very very interesting plus let's see more in detail on the margin expansion so 2014 there was a spin-off so let's look from 2015 onwards and we see growth 20% over five years so a few percentages here and there line one line two gross margins is very important 50% in 2015 54% now and Bill Ackman predicts another eight basis points on that if I add eight basis points on that since it was 50 to 54 it added 500 million to operating income if I increase another eight basis points it will add more than a billion to operating income keeping the same costs thus net income will probably double cash flows that have doubled also since 2015 from 400 million line 4 to 900 million will probably also double and suddenly a company with a market cap of 26 billion will have not 1 billion but 2 billion in cash flows to deploy which would be a great win more dividends and then also future growth based on the tailwind of economic development India China Asia and then more healthcare in Europe etc you see how where the story here is and that's why Bill Ackman thinks that at the current price earnings ratio this is undervalued there is a yield buyback plus plus buyback plus dividend yield of 3.53% if that doubles if that goes to 7% if they improve margins grow the maiden acquisition scale on that then you know what happens to the stock price on the balance sheet they made the 1.3 billion acquisition and the long-term debt didn't budge they took a short-term debt loan to do that but they spent probably a billion and more on uh, from their own cash and that's something that also Bill Ackman doesn't like because they could have taken a loan a cheap loan given the low interest rates now and then distribute that cash in a better way so they will try to leverage this company a little bit more to pay more dividends this is a risk but if the business model is resilient if people need to have recurring purchases of their products then even a recession might slow down some sales but over the long term demand might grow however there are also risks they are selling new equipment as i said in the case of recession lowered healthcare cost in the us lower spending on healthcare unlikely but possible and then the positive is always the global growth in diagnostics tailwind alongside economic growth health unfortunately with the coronavirus that we discussed uh, on the friday news so the conclusion i think net profit could be increased 1 billion from better margins and growth over time they could push debt higher so the company could find itself distributing 1.5 billion per year which is 7-8% yield to investors which means that the stock price has the potential to double the PE ratio is in line with the SAP 500 if we look if this company will beat the SAP 500 let's say 5% organic growth some mergers and acquisitions improved margins so 10% growth in free cash flow over the next years on the same ratio as the SAP 500 this could outperform the SAP 500 remember Bill Ackman is a relative 
investor he wants to beat the sap 500 so he is invested he doesn't look at the absolute in return here which is four percent now with ten percent growth based on the price earnings ratio if things go well this is i think normally stock that can beat the market so if you're looking for a portfolio that can beat the market it's very very interesting I like to look at it. I don't know whether I'm going to invest in it. Probably not because I have price earnings ratios in the teens, in the tens with much better growth prospects. So from an absolute perspective, I think I can find better, but it was an interesting thing to look at. Now Berkshire, his second pick, price earnings ratio 20, but take into account that there are 124 billion of cash. So deduct that from the market capitalization. So it's even cheaper. 15 is the price earnings ratio. I recently did a video on Berkshire. You might want to watch that if you are interested in this. But the thesis is pretty simple. There is margin expansion potential with Geico, with Burlington, Northern Santa Fe. So a lot of cash likely to be deployed in share repurchases because the book value is close to 1.3 and Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger said that they will, if the book value goes down, they will really push on repurchases of Berkshire. And perhaps I'm thinking, with 120 billion, when there will be the next crisis in insurance and there will come the crisis, they will simply pick up whatever is left of those big insurers and that they will do it on the very, very cheap. And then it will be again another stroke of genius. Now everybody is trashing Warren Buffett for keeping the money. But trust me, when he pulls the trigger on those 100 billion, he can buy half the insuring world when the insuring world gets into trouble, when interest rates change, etc. And he has the balance sheet to lever that. So it's not stupid. I think he knows what they are doing. They know really well what they are doing. And it will again improve, beat the SAP 500 over the long term because the price earnings ratio is lower. It's related to the American economy, global economy. And then you have a margin of safety because you have great management, great investment principles, managing your money, and you even have a protection, a put option with the 20% in cash. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments, please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you. And I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.